What's going on, everybody? We'd like to welcome you back to another episode of the Knob Pod, brought to you by your host, Maxwell Noblet, and the microphone inside of my room. Today's episode, it is the first week of October. I'm recording this on Sunday, October 2nd. Uh, it's officially officially fall for all you white girls out there that are so excited about it. Um, man, it's finally here. I was just talking to my girlfriend earlier in the car that Christmas is two months away, and I think that shit's absolutely crazy. Um, but today... I'm excited to get to talk more about sports. Sorry that I've been lacking here lately. Uh, I was feeling under the weather there for a little bit and uh, really didn't have any time the last weekend. So um, this is my first time being able to get back on the mic, and I'm excited to talk to you guys again. Uh, But like I said, it's the first week of fall. Or not really first week of fall, but, you know, first week of October, and I feel like that's kind of everybody's signaling moment of uh, of fall. I know we had the recent release of Hocus Pocus 2 that everybody's been excited about, so that was you know, all over uh, white girl Snapchat for the majority of the weekend. Um, But I definitely want to talk about some college football that happened this weekend. Uh, Definitely had some good games that went, uh, went on, had some, had some key injuries that happened to some people that um, were, were quite, quite interesting. So uh, we'll get into that. Uh, So overall we had the uh, AP release today, obviously, Um, you know, they release on Sundays, I I believe 1 p.m., uh, so we went over that, uh, or we're going to go over that. Um, so let's go ahead and get right into it. Um, last week, Georgia was number one, but uh, Alabama's going to take that crown back this week, uh, coming back and coming in at number one. Uh, handled Arkansas pretty well, uh, got up 28-0. Um, I believe they were up 14 to nothing whenever Bryce Young went out with his shoulder injury um, that he injured on a, uh, on a throw that he made, uh, or almost – a throw. He was he was diving towards the ground and tried to throw it, and I landed on his shoulder, kind of awkward. Uh, it looked a lot worse than it than it uh, probably is. Um, Saban was saying that it was probably just an AC sprain. Uh, so good thing for Alabama fans. Uh, Bryce Young hopefully won't be uh, sidelined for uh, too long. Um, I would imagine him to sit out Saturday against A and M, and then hopefully he's back the next week. Um, whenever uh, Alabama takes on the Volunteers. And I believe that game is at Tennessee as well, so that would be a huge loss for the Tide if they have to go into um, into Knoxville with uh, Jalen Milrow under center, who's uh, you know just quite young in that role, and I think that would be a tough stadium to start in as it's one of the loudest and the most provocative in the country. So like I said, Alabama comes in at number one after they beat Arkansas. Arkansas had chances to come back in that game. Uh, they had it, you know, they – Scored three touchdowns after the half and made it 23-28. Um, so, you know, that was that was something interesting. They were right there in it. And then they went for two on that one touchdown, which I thought was kind of weird. I didn't know why you don't just kick the field goal. You know, you got all that time left. And then after that, Alabama had just two drive killers, basically. Jalen Milrow took a 77-yard run, uh, and they ended up punching that one in. And then um, Jameer Gibbs had two 70-plus yarders that uh, he took to the house as well. So just some drive killers for Arkansas. Arkansas's defense is phenomenal. Uh, they've just really got to uh, piece it together on offenses where I believe they struggled. Coming in at number two is Georgia. Uh, Georgia had looked like, you know, the pretty much number one team in the country up until um, the past two weeks. Uh, Kent State, you know, there's a little bit of a hiccup. But uh, they really looked like uh, they might not make it out of Missouri last night. Um, ended up coming away with the win, 26-22. to But, man, that game did not look pretty. Um, at all offensively for the Bulldogs. Uh, they picked it up in the end there. 
I think they threw probably eight straight passes in a row to either Darnell Washington or uh, Brock Bowers. Uh, great to have those guys on your team. Overall, Georgia came back and win that game. If Missouri's uh, quarterback could have made a few decent throws on that last drive, they probably could have made it a game, but uh, he struggled to do so. So Georgia takes back that two spot. They go to Auburn next Saturday. Usually that's a good game. Um, Auburn had a chance to win it, win last night against LSU, which we'll get into that. But um, I think Georgia's going to walk away with the win at Auburn uh, pretty handily. Coming in at number three, they're going to stay right where they are, the Ohio State Buckeyes. Uh, everybody was making memes uh, when Rutgers went up 7-0, uh, saying to call the game and that that was pretty much it. But overall, you know, Ohio State ended up throttling them like 49-10. to so, good win for the Buckeyes there. You know, just stay on top of what they need to. Got to go to Michigan State next Saturday. That could be a trap game, um, depending on how uh, Mel Tucker decides to get his team ready for that game. Um, other than that, it looks like it might be a little bit before Ohio State gets a uh, gets a challenge on their hand. Coming in at number four, they're going to stay right where they are, the Michigan Wolverines. Came away with a win at Iowa. Um, you know, Iowa – had posed a little bit of a threat in the beginning, but really just couldn't could, can't get anything going offensively at all. So Michigan was able to walk away with that win, 27-14. Uh, Michigan's got to go to Indiana um, Saturday, so we'll see how that goes. Um, that, that, that can be a tough environment to win in, um, so we'll see how that goes for the Wolverines the next weekend. Coming in at number five is Clemson. Clemson had a pretty strong win against NC State last night at home. Uh, that was where game day was, obviously. So, overall good win for them. So, uh, the defensive effort has definitely improved, uh, you know, from players. Um, you know, even though they did not have Brian Bercy, uh So, you know, and I think they actually lost one of their uh, key safeties. Uh, I think he got ejected pretty early in the game. So, um, they've got to play division opponent Boston College next week. So, um, that should be a pretty good win for them. I think, you know, they should be fine there, but... Overall, Clemson's looking a little bit better defensively, but I still don't know if DJ uh, Uangale is the option at quarterback for them. Coming in at number six, they're going to stay right where they are as well, the USC Trojans. Um, handled Arizona State last night just fine, um, and I don't think USC will have a have a problem for a little bit. Um, I'll have to look at their schedule to double-check that, but they're rolling over teams just fine right now. Got to play Washington State uh, this coming Saturday, and I expect them to – uh, fully go through that game quite well. Coming in at number seven is the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Got a pretty good win over Baylor. This was the rematch of the Big 12 championship from last year. Oklahoma State came away to win 36-25. Um, overall, Oklahoma State looks pretty solid. I think they're one of the best teams in the Big 12. Um, I think they're one of two or three that are left undefeated, uh, one of those being Kansas. So, uh, and, no, I'm not talking about basketball. I'm talking about football, just to clarify myself. But uh, Oklahoma State looks pretty solid, and I would not doubt if they finish the year undefeated. Coming in at number eight is going to be the Tennessee Volunteers. Man, they've looked good so far. Um, you know, this week I believe they were on a bye. Uh, but next week they've got to go to LSU. And a lot of people will probably underestimate this game, but I think this is going to be very close to a trap game. Um, with them, 
Uh, LSU's definitely picking it up. They played – LSU didn't play the best against Auburn last night, but they picked it up when they needed to for sure. But we'll see how good Tennessee's defense really is against LSU um, coming uh, this Saturday. Um, coming in at number nine is the Ole Miss Rebels. Uh, they came out with a good win at home against Kentucky. Will Levis definitely struggled um, against Ole Miss. Ole Miss probably has one of the best rushing offenses in the country, though. Uh, they're looking very solid. So um, next week they've got to go to Vanderbilt. That should be a walk uh, walk in the park. So hopefully everything goes well for the Rebels, and um, they've got a good chance at uh, you know coming into uh, – the end of the season undefeated going into some matchups with the likes of Alabama and Mississippi State. Coming in at number 11, I'm sorry, coming in at number 10 is uh, Penn State. Penn State is looking pretty solid right now, man. I know that Auburn win looked, you know, a little shaky earlier, like is that really a good win? But going into Auburn is not an easy thing to do at all. So, um, But overall, Penn State's looking good. They've got to go to Michigan uh, on October 15th. That'll be their next game. I think they've got a bye week this week. So, but man, October 15th when they go to Michigan, that's going to be a phenomenal game to watch. Hopefully everybody's tuning in on that. I'm sure that's where game day is going to be, um, unless the Alabama-Tennessee game takes it. Uh, Overall, Penn State looks pretty solid. Um, So, you know, I know their their freshman running back, Nicholas Singleton, he's been pretty solid all year, but I know he had a a few fumbles against Northwestern yesterday that kind of did hold them to a little bit, so. Overall, I think they're just fine, though. Coming in at number 11 is going to be the Utah Utes. Uh, they destroyed Oregon State uh, last night. So they've got to go to UCLA next week. I believe UCLA is undefeated as well. So should be a very good game there, I believe. I think Utah should come away with the win there, but UCLA just beat Washington's breaks off. I know Washington came back and made it a game, but if you truly watch the game, UCLA dominated in, in pretty much every facet of the game. Coming in at number 12 is going to be the Oregon Ducks. Uh, ever since that loss from Georgia, they looked pretty solid. You know, went you know went and beat BYU, and have you know won every game since pretty handily. Uh, they've got to play. They played Stanford um, last night and beat them 45-27. Got to go to Arizona next Saturday, and I think that should be a win pretty easily. Uh, so, I think they'll be fine, and then uh, going into the rest of their season where they should have some good matchups coming up. Number 13 is going to be Kentucky. Man, Kentucky was looking really good, and they really let me down. Uh, let me down on Saturday, especially Will Levis. Man, he those two fumbles. I mean, they're they're just. I mean, two of them in the red zone. Man, it's just really really tough. So you know you've got to do those things in order to win, especially at Ole Miss. Man, like you just you got to be on top of your game. Uh, they play South Carolina next week, and I think if you know if that's even a close game, Kentucky's on a bad stretch. Coming at number 14 is going to be NC State. They lost to Clemson last night. That's not a bad loss. Pick it up this week. Come in, beat Florida State, get back on your grind, and keep going through the rest of the season. You look fine. Just keep doing your thing. Coming in at number 15 is Wake Forest. Wake Forest should have beat Clemson uh, last week. So, uh, really, really sucks to see them down here at 15. They should be top 10, man. It really sucks. Um, they beat Florida State, which was a good win. Uh, they just got to keep it going. They beat, they've got to play Army Saturday. And I think they beat Army pretty handily. So Wake Forest has got a good chance to keep themselves up in the ACC as long as they don't slip up anywhere else. BYU coming in at 16. They had a, a solid win over Utah State. Got to go to Notre Dame next Saturday. Uh, Notre Dame's not an easy place to win. I know Notre Dame's probably not the best team right now. But 
you know, that could be a good win for BYU uh, just to kind of give your season a little leg up. So uh, TCU uh, coming in at number 17. Man, this is going to be a phenomenal game. Them versus Kansas is going to be great. It's at Kansas. It's the first time game day has ever came to Lawrence. So this should be crazy. And I believe that... Uh, I believe this is the first time Kansas has been ranked since 09, if I'm not mistaken. Oof. Yeah, that's crazy. So, yeah, so this should be an overall good game. Like I said, this is where game day is going. It's a noon Eastern kickoff. So as soon as game day is over with, they're going to kick off right after. Uh, this should be a fun one to watch, and I think everybody should be in tune. Coming in at number 18 is going to be the UCLA Bruins. Uh, they're looking pretty solid so far. Like I said, they beat Washington handily in my eyes. They've got to play Utah next. I think they've got to come in and beat UCLA uh, and beat Utah. Um, and if they do that, I think they're looking pretty solid for the rest of their Pac-12 schedule. Dorian Thompson-Robinson is looking phenomenal. So they just need to keep that up. Kansas is looking solid, man. I love Kansas so far. They look great. I love that quarterback. Um, so... They're in the, like I said, yeah, this is what it is. They're in the AP Top 25 for the first time since week eight of the 2009 season. So, and there's no easy way out for Kansas after TCU. The schedule is brutal. At Oklahoma, at Baylor, versus Oklahoma State, Texas Tech, Texas, and then Kansas State. You could see seven, well, how many is that? One, two, three, four. Five, six, seven. Yeah, you could see seven straight losses for the Jayhawks, and I think that's it's a possibility because all those teams are so good. But Kansas does look very good, and I and I hope they keep the streak alive. Coming in right behind them is that in-state rival, the Kansas State Wildcats. They're at number twenty. Just beat Texas Tech. Got to play TCU on Saturday. When is that? That'll be okay. That's the next week. Okay, gotcha, 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 gotcha. So overall, that's going to be a good game. I believe Kansas State travels to Iowa State next week and then a bye week. And then after the bye week is TCU. Mm. And then they play Oklahoma State, Texas, and Baylor. Ooh, tough to end the season, man. Number 21 is the Washington Huskies, man. They were looking really good until last night, until uh, their loss on Friday to UCLA. Uh, they've got to come in and just keep it going, uh, keep the season going for them. They they don't look bad. Uh, Michael Penix, Jr., is uh, looking pretty solid. He just he got to keep it up. Uh, I don't think he'd throw an interception until that game. So he just needs to keep his head up in that uh, realm and keep it going, man. Coming in at number 22 is going to be the Syracuse Orange. They've been unranked so far. This is the first time in the top 25. Uh, sophomore running back Sean Tucker. This is his 15th 100-yard game. So he's looking pretty solid. He might be one of the best backs in college football. Um He's looking great. Uh, their next two games uh, that I believe are going to be pretty solid is uh, on October 15th, they play NC State. They've got to win that game. And then at Clemson, October 22nd, which will tell you a lot about where uh, the Orange men will be in late October. Number 23 is going to be the Mississippi State Bulldogs. Knocked off the Aggies at home. Will Rogers played phenomenal. Uh, saw a lot of Snapchat stories about that over there in Starkville from a few buddies. Uh, so... Overall, Mississippi State looks like one of the better offensive teams in the country. Will Rogers is that guy. So, 
The Bulldogs do have a pretty brutal stretch coming up. Uh, they've got to play Arkansas at home, and they've got to go on the road to Kentucky and Bama, uh, and then back home against Auburn and Georgia. So, you know, but it's crazy because I think they can beat Arkansas. Secondary is not that good for Arkansas, so I think Mississippi State can win that game, right? At Kentucky, I think Mississippi State's better. At Alabama, you probably lose that game. Against Auburn, I think you can win. At Georgia, if Georgia shows the weaknesses they did against Missouri, that could be crazy. Crazy. Coming in at number 24 is the Cincinnati Bearcats. You know, Cincinnati, uh, you know, obviously lost that season opener against Arkansas, but they've won four straight afterwards. So, looking like it's probably going to be a third straight uh, American title for them uh, before they leave for the Big 12. So, they look pretty solid. Um, I mean, their next game is against South Florida, and I think that'll be a run-through, uh, in my opinion. So, uh, yeah. Coming in at number 25 is going to be the LSU Tigers. Uh, they just beat Auburn, so that was a pretty solid win for them. That was at Auburn as well. Uh, their next game is Tennessee, and I think that could be a very, like I said, I think that's a trap game for Tennessee. I think that definitely could put them in some uh, a predicament that, they might not be able to get themselves out of. I think I think there's a real possibility for that. And I'm calling it now. I think LSU puts up a fight against Tennessee and possibly beats them. So, um, yeah. Um, so, let's go ahead and switch it over to the professional boys real quick. So let's talk about, uh, you know, uh, Thursday night we saw Tua get hurt. Uh, well, we well actually we saw the Bengals win is the main thing. The Bengals beat the Dolphins, uh, but we saw Tua took a dirty, uh, oh not dirty, a nasty uh, hit, and uh, got slammed down and hit his head pretty hard on the turf. Uh, it wasn't a dirty hit at all, uh, just part of football. But uh, you know we saw the way he uh, you know seized up and everything, so it was really scary to watch. But um, that's definitely under review by the NFLPA, and uh, I'll get to more of that in a minute. I'm actually going to talk about that story a little bit. Um, but some of the early games today, we had the Vikings and the Saints playing over in London. They were playing at the Tottenham Spurs Stadium. The Vikings win on a double-doink field goal that Will Lutz misses for the Saints. Man, watching that as a Saints fan, it just it broke my heart this morning. Uh, so that kind of sucked, but overall it was a good game. For as many people that was out for the Saints, I think it was an overall okay loss, I guess you could say. Uh, Seahawks, uh, you know, beating the Lions. That was a high-scoring game. The Lions continue to be one of the highest-scoring offenses in the league. So, uh, man, they're just so close to winning some games they can win, and they're they're, they're going to get over the top eventually. The Jets beating the Steelers is not a good look for them. Uh, I know Kenny Pickett threw a uh, interception on his first ever pass. That was crazy. So, not a good look for the Steelers, man. That's a that's a pretty um, that's just not a good loss at all. Uh, Giants beat the Bears again. Not a good loss for the Bears at all. Justin Fields that looks that looks really bad on them. Uh, but hey, props to the Giants, man. They're looking pretty solid right now. They're looking like they might be. Well, I say that. I, I said they might be a contender for the for the uh, Eagles. But I mean that AFC East they look pretty solid today overall. Um, besides the Commanders, I guess. But. Uh, the Titans beat the Colts. I believe that's three straight, no, two straight in a row for the Titans. I'm sorry, they started two and two, uh, zero and two. There now they're two and two. Uh, Derrick Henry's uh, 
getting back to that form. He had 114 yards and a touchdown today. So they're looking pretty solid. The Colts uh, drop one after they upset the Chiefs last week. So Chargers are getting back on their bus, beating the Texans 34-24. to I believe Justin Herbert looked like Justin Herbert. Yeah, 340 for two touchdowns, looking like that guy, man. Uh, had the Falcons beat the Browns today. Uh, I believe Marcus Mariota did not have a good day. Seven for 19, 139 yards and an interception. It looks like they were one from the running game. Uh, for sure, and defensively. So, wow. That must have been an ugly game to watch. Uh, and we had the Cowboys beat the Commanders. I believe uh, Cooper rushes. He might take Dak Prescott's job. 15 for 27, 233, and two touchdowns. Uh, the Cowboys are 3-1, and one, man. Not looking bad at all. Cooper Rush, I believe, was the, said the first Dallas Cowboys quarterback to ever win his first four career starts. So... Props to him, man. Uh, they're looking pretty solid right now. Might give the Eagles some competition. Uh, Eagles handled the Jaguars today 29-21. Uh, you know, Jalen Hurts probably didn't have the best game possible today. Uh, no touchdowns. He had one interception. Or, sorry, he had a rushing touchdown. Rushing touchdown. Miles Sanders had two touchdowns. So, uh, not the best day for the Eagles uh, offensively, but they, they definitely handled them, uh, handled the Jaguars. Trevor Lawrence had a decent day, 174 for two touchdowns and a pick. Jaguars don't look like a team to mess around with, man. They're, they're sneakily getting better. Bills beat the Ravens, man. I I turned that game on for probably 15 seconds, and I saw Lamar Jackson throw the ball. It got tipped up about 35 feet in the air, and then it came down into Jordan Poyer's hands. So that was nuts. Uh, but Josh Allen and the Bills escape with the win and Baltimore. So, crazy game, but Buffalo's, you know, still probably looking like the best team in the AFC East. They're sitting at 3-1, and one, same as the Dolphins, but we don't know what the case is with Tua and how how good is Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, as I'm recording this, the Broncos and Raiders are uh, less than a minute left in the game. Um, looks like the Raiders are probably going to walk away with that one, 32-23 uh, as of right now. And also, the Patriots and the Packers are in overtime. Packers have the ball at their own 28-yard line. And then tonight we should get the Chiefs and the Buccaneers. That's Tom versus Patrick Mahomes. That's the Super Bowl rematch. Uh, and then tomorrow night we'll get the Rams and the 49ers. That's the West Coast battle, of course. So, overall, some good games, man. Been been fun to watch them uh, and should have some more fun to watch uh, tonight and tomorrow night as well. To, but I also want to talk about the Tua concussion, uh, you know, going down. Uh, he sustained two head injuries in the last week. And a neurologist who was part of the process that allowed him to return to the field last Sunday has been removed uh, from the from the um, from the organization. So, the dismissal came hours before the players' union and the NFL announced on Saturday that they were working to modify the league's concussion protocol, perhaps one days. Now, now read me this correctly because. You know, they're saying they want to up this concussion protocol again, but I remember they went through a whole concussion protocol not too long ago after they, you know, released the Will Smith movie and everything came through. All the CTE stuff was coming out. You know, I thought they did a whole revamp of all that, but I guess not. You know, I remember they took the concussion injury out of Madden like it was the craziest thing. Like, you cannot even get a concussion in Madden anymore. So, you know, it's just it's uh, quite interesting, but... uh, the outside doctor who was approved by the NFL 
uh, was removed for concussion protocol violations that resulted in an initial diagnosis that Tagovailoa did not have a concussion and his being allowed to play days later. The dismissal of the doctor who has not been publicly identified came two days after Tagovailoa sustained a second hit to the head during the Dolphins game on Thursday, Thursday night against the Cincinnati Bengals, which led him to be removed on a stretcher and taken to a hospital. The injury broadcast in primetime reignited a vociferous debate about whether the Dolphins had skirted the concussion protocol during last Sunday's game. Now, after his head slammed against the turf in the second quarter of that game, obviously Twitter absolutely erupted. Um, you know, there were a couple of doctors who were tweeting before the game saying, like, look, the NFL allows Tua to play this game. This looks really, really horrible on their concussion protocol, and it really does. And then he ended up getting injured again, and, you know, he has this motor instability that was neurologically caused, and now you have this. So, I mean, you know, it just it just looks really bad. Um, so, you know, overall, um, uh, one of the NFL spokesmen that came out and said that every indication of doctors who evaluated Tua had followed the league's concussion protocol. That's horseshit in my opinion. But, you know, I know there were some people who wanted to argue with me and, you know, before the broadcast they said it was a back injury. That's bullshit. I just don't believe that at all. Man, that dude was stumbling like hell. I just... I don't know. You know, I talked to some people and I had, uh, you know, somebody comment on one of my posts saying that, you know, if I'm to, uh, I'm sitting out and taking my paycheck and I'm, you know, I'm done. And honestly, man, why not? Dude, I mean, you, you've got a case so hard against them, it's not even funny. So that's probably going to wrap it, uh, wrap it, wrap it, wrap it, wrap it up for the knob pod today. Um, Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed any of this, please do not forget to leave a like, comment, subscribe. Uh, share it with your friends. Share it with your mama. Share it with your daddy. Share it with your girlfriend. And most importantly, don't forget to share it with your side chick. And I'll see you guys when I see you guys. Thank you for listening.